my beloved disciples, the appointed hour is at hand. Let us descend to our lair where hell awaits. Welcome to the Northwest Metal Zone. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Northwest Metal Zone. I am Chance, I am your host, and we kicked off the festivities tonight with a band called Versus the Nothing and a track called Invisible Asylum. So how is everyone doing out there? Hope you've had a good week, hope you survived Thanksgiving and Black Friday and all that good stuff. Uh, I had my first uh, retail, working retail Black Friday experience, and I can do without ever doing that ever again. Had a wonderful 12-hour shift at Sears yesterday and kind of sucked. I mean, the people were good. It was just uh, people kind of lose their minds over that Black Friday stuff. And, uh, 
you know, we only had like one really rude customer situation that I saw, but it's still, it's, what's the point? You know, going to work at three in the morning and there's a store full of people and a mall full of people. And it's like, wow, is that really where we're at? (laughs) It's such rampant commercialism and, you know, just uh, run around and spend all your money and people, uh, I don't know. I could go on and on, but I won't because that's not why we're here tonight. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, managed to make it this far in life without working retail, and I'm going to get out of that as soon as I can. So we have a really, uh, I think we have a really good show lined up for you. got a big variety of music. Uh, we're not just going to stay in black metal land or death metal land or anything tonight. We're going to travel all over the place and probably play some stuff that you won't even think is metal because I don't think it's metal either, but I like the... I got some promo stuff that I wanted to share with you. Uh, and we have we have some special guests that are going to be joining us in a little bit here. We have the Saints of Damnation in studio, and we're going to spend some time getting to know them. Uh, and we're going to play a couple more of their tracks. I, you know, I want to make sure, you know, I teased you guys. We played a track last week, and I'm, I just want to let you know I'm not a tease. You're going to get the full deal. The band is here with two more songs today, and... Uh, uh, you're going to, you're going to be satisfied by the time it's all over. So, uh, and, uh, wanted to talk about, uh, our friends, uh, primordial conviction, which is actually one of those great, uh, great traditions in black metal, the one man black metal band. Uh, he's up in Alaska. We've, uh, shared some of his music before and he's coming back down to Seattle again on December 17th. He's got a show, one of the metal Monday shows at the two bit there in beautiful Ballard, Washington, uh, so he's going to be uh, coming in. So make sure that you check that out if you can, Primordial Conviction, and we'll talk about that a little more. And uh, we will play a couple of his tracks again as the show gets closer. And I'm going to, as long as my work schedule allows, I will be there. Because I, I actually, we've emailed a lot, but I actually haven't had a chance to meet the guy face-to-face yet. So uh, be good to meet him and, and see the live show. I always, uh, I'm always curious about those one-man bands and how they pull off that live show and everything and the, the, the different things that they do. I know one time he came through and he had uh, recruited a local drummer uh, to help him out. But uh, So you never know what you're going to get. So uh, I don't have a whole lot else to talk about right at the moment. Uh, so let's just get back into some music. This is a band out of Kent, Washington, kind of new to the Northwest Metal Zone lineup. Uh, and I kind of like what they got going on. So let's check out uh, something from Omega Dawn. This is called Somnolent Skies.
All right, so we are back. We didn't actually go anywhere. We're still all sitting here in the studio, and the saints of damnation are chomping at the bit to get here, get on the air here and talk to you, but we got a little more time. So uh, we wrapped up that set with Tormentium with Word of Calling in the middle, a brand new band uh, to the Northwest Metal Zone this week. And I tell you guys all the time, it's, you know, people ask me, how do I get my music on the show? It's very, very simple. Send me an email and send me some tracks and I'll play them. It's very simple. I don't, uh, I don't screen anything out, you know, depending on, uh, depending on what your tracks sound like. And I don't mean like, uh, I'm not going to be all critical and judgmental of your music, but you know, if it's depending on how the quality of the recording and things like that, uh, if we get any feedback or not, anything like that, then, uh, then that determines kind of uh, do we pl- how often we play your track and things like that and I and I will say I do you know if I like your track that <laughs> that helps too, but uh, anyway so thanks guys for contacting me that was in siege with push new band to the northwest metal zone this week thanks for emailing keep in touch send me more tracks when you got them recorded and we'll uh, we'll keep pushing them out there for you and then leading off that set we had Omega Dawn with Somnolent Skies. So uh, we're going to spend a nice chunk of time here with the Saints of Damnation, so let's take care of a little housekeeping here before we do that. I want to make sure that everyone knows how to get a hold of the Northwest Metal Zone, because this is not, uh, it's not just a radio show and it's not just a Facebook page. I like to have everything working together and kind of form a community here for uh, the metal bands and fans here in the Northwest, and actually we've expanded, uh, and it's not just the Northwest anymore, but... Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Facebook page is simply NW Metal Zone. If you need the full URL, it's www.facebook.com backslash NW Metal Zone. Uh, give us a like, uh, follow things along. We have a lot of bands that use that as a way to get the word out about shows that they have coming up, uh, new songs that they've recorded, videos that they've done. Uh, and it's just a place where, you know, we like to just uh, talk about metal, uh, we have people that just post things. I'll do it once in a while uh, just to kind of moderate things. But it, the the whole point of having the page in conjunction with the radio show is that it's uh, it's your community and it's your way to talk about something that we all love, which is metal. So uh, use it however you want to. I don't, uh, I don't ban anybody. I don't delete posts. Uh, say what you want. Post what you want. Um, that's kind of how it works. And if you want to email... Trying to keep it simple and consistent. The email is just nwmetalzone at gmail.com. Bands, that is the best way for you to get information to me specifically about your band and and uh, any songs, tracks, whatever you want to call them that you would like to have played on the show. Uh, preferably MP3 format and the highest quality you can get, please. And that makes Wonderboy happy. He gets a big smile on his face when they're at 320 and a 44.1 sample rate, just to get technical for a moment, uh, but that makes Wonderboy happy. And then he doesn't have to curse and swear, because he does that a lot um, as he's helping me put the music together. He's back there smiling, so he knows I'm just kidding. He's shaking his head. Wonderboy survived Black Friday. Wonderboy's a big, he's one of those big Black Friday shoppers. I didn't actually see Wonderboy, but I saw his dad uh, on Black Friday, so... I know they were out there in force. He had a car full of merchandise by the end of the by the end of the morning or night. A lot of those stores opened at eight o'clock at night. All right, enough rambling on. So we're gonna get into a segment totally and completely devoted to the Saints of Damnation. We're gonna kick this off. We're gonna play a track called "Listen Closely," 
And then we're going to spend some time with the guys and play another track after that. So you're going to hear one song, and then the next thing you will hear is a bunch of talking. Enjoy.
All right, we are here in the studio on this beautiful Saturday morning with the Saints of Damnation. Guys, how you doing? Doing great. No, not bad. <laughs> it's early. <laughs> it is early. It is early. Well, it's not that early, but I know what you mean. It is early from certain standpoints, yes. So uh, why don't we, first of all, go around the room and just uh, introduce yourselves real quickly and uh, tell us what, uh, what you do in the band, starting right here to my left. I'm Jason Austin, and I play rhythm and lead guitar. Uh, I'm Robert Mader, vocalist, guitarist, Saints Damnation. Bloody bassist, backing vocals, and our douchebag drummer's off golfing somewhere. <laughs> well, you know, and that's that's the way it happens. If you don't show up for the interview, then, you know, it's fair game. The rest of the band gets to say whatever they want about you. So, uh, <laughs> well... He's in for it. He's also a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're off to a flying start. So <laughs> That's not true. But it's fun to talk about. Yes, it folks. is. Yes, it is. Not that being gay is wrong. No, it's not wrong. It's just different. It's just different. Well, it sounds like maybe you have evidence that maybe he's bisexual at, at the most. So I no, no, no. <laughs> I have no no nerds no, on his uh, no personal life. No. Okay, <laughs> we keep it separate. Yeah, yeah. We, there's we don't band know. and there's personal. Yeah, yeah. compartmentalize that stuff. Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, you guys are based out of Seattle. Is that correct? Yeah, Roughly, more or less. More, more or, or less. less. Yes. We're kind of all spread out. I mean, I think I live the closest to the band room. We actually rehearse in the Tully's building right there. All right. Five. Yep. The old Rainier Center. Brewery. Yeah. That yes. is. It's pretty that sweet. Is, uh, it's pretty sweet is. inside. I mean, yeah. we've been there for a few years, and yeah, I don't know. These guys drive from all over the place. Everyone's north, I think. Okay. Was Keith off in Carnation or something? Yeah. No, Keith lives way out on the east side, and in the gated community, and blah blah blah, golfing motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> These guys live way up north, like Lake Stevens or yep. know, Everett. Yep. All right. I live two minutes from the studio, <laughs> but I'm always fucking there. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the history of the band. I don't know which one of you is the uh, the most qualified to talk about that, or you know, I know some bands. There's people in and out of them all the time, and then there's mm-hmm. some bands. It's the the band's been together forever and ever. So whatever your situation is, uh, how, when when and how did you get started, and who's original members still? And I think it all started, you know. I think Bloody's been and I've been playing the longest together. Okay, we started in this band called MTF back in the day, and it kind of morphed into a side project where the guitar player in MTF at the time wanted to do a, a rock kind of heavy rock band, and so he approached me, and this is where I met Keith, our current drummer. Mm-hmm. Went to uh, was it Evolution Studios? Anyways, I went down there and, and saw it, and Jason, this guy Jason Adrian at the time was like, hey, do you, you want to come check out this drummer tell him if he's good? Went down there, checked him out. Yeah, he's pretty good. You should stick with him and write some stuff. And then he approached me, well, do you want to sing in the band too? <laughs> I was like, do I have to play guitar? And he's all, yes. And I was like, well, no. I don't want to do it. Yeah. But he ended up getting me to do it, and I started two bands, and we're looking for a bass player, so I kind of did the same thing to Bloody. Come check us out. See what you think. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was more along the lines of, hey, we're rehearsing Saturday. Come in. I walk in the room, and there's two other guys in the room. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, oh, well, apparently I'm in this band too then. <laughs> so then Bloody and I had MTF and God Machine going at the time. And then uh, God Machine kind of just it was a seven-year kind of a – it wasn't it was never taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the shows started getting bigger, and then they started getting smaller, and then it ended. 
Yeah. <laughs> the guitar player had enough. The other guy quit again on us the second time. And that's when we're like, well, we got this whole slew of songs. We just started recording the early tracks of what we have now. Uh, that was a while ago, probably a couple three, of years. Two or three years, three years ago. Yeah, I think it was two. We ended up getting Jason in the band, Jason Austin here. And I don't know, we just kind of been, been plugging away ever since. But that that's, it's been about, bloody and I've been about 10 years, 11 years. Yeah, wow. somewhere there. A long, long time. time. So just with various projects and... Yeah, it just kind of morphed into what it is now. I mean, and I came up with the wacky name of Saints of Damnation. Just, I thought it was kind of biblical, but kind of, kind of long, kind of, I don't know, different. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I don't know. <laughs> kind of made sense for a time where we live in right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of crazy, but that's how we became what we are now. That's the story of the band. We're so, sticking to it. We're like a year and six months into this project now. Yeah. I, I came into the band uh, November of 2011. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it was May. May? Yeah, you're it right. It was May, May. douche. It was May. May. <laughs> you got to read the bio on the Facebook page. I should. <laughs> yeah, I should since I'm going to interview you guys, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll fill you in. Bloody well. He's good with dates. Kind it of. sounds like it, yeah. He's right on top of everything. So, uh, and then you guys, uh, now you're involved with uh, with uh, Mr. Spanky. Yes. Is oh, that yeah. a is that a fairly new involvement or? Uh... Pretty much, he uh, he is a big fan and is really passionate about pushing the band, getting us to where he feels we need to be. That's cool. And because all of us hate, absolutely hate booking, managing. And the business side of the of the whole music scene, we decided that it was time to bring in somebody that was even more passionate about of our own band, yeah, and doing the work for us. So we decided Mr. Spanky was the man for the job. Yeah, that's cool. You don't. Uh, I mean, obviously, you need somebody in that role to be professional, but um, it helps if they're not just just professional and just looking at it as strictly business. And you know, if they can be excited about what you guys have going on, then that helps quite a bit. I definitely have that love for it first because if you don't, it just burns out quick. Yeah. And for those who are listening to this and wondering who the hell is Mr. Spanky, if you follow the damn radio station, he had a show here for a while and then he's gone off to do uh, some other things such as managing and promoting bands and shows and things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, so uh, that's why we're talking about Mr. Spanky. He has a tie to the radio station and obviously to the band here. So. Um, why don't we go around the room, take a couple minutes, uh, or take as much time as you want, and tell us a little bit about your own personal histories in music. You know, how did you get started? How did you get into the, the style of music? Uh, what are some of your influences? Things like that. So, Jason, why don't we start with you? Um, you know, I started getting into music uh, basically because it, it, it was... It was the thing that felt the best to me. I did, had no interest in sports or what a lot of the uh, typical kids were doing. So took up a, a beginner guitar class in uh, junior high and started playing in garage bands and uh, uh, got into the jazz bands in high school, mm-hmm. marching bands. And uh, uh, You didn't play guitar in the marching band, did you? No, but I did get to play drums. I played guitar in the jazz band. And, you know, just that audience, that whole feeling just... It's yeah. awesome. So I, I, that's what I wanted to do, and I've stuck with it ever since. Just gotten from one, from one band to another. I've been in the punk band. I was in a metal band for a little while, and then eventually uh, met up with these guys, and here I am now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think we actually used to play shows with this old band yeah. for a while back yep. in the day. We're in MTF. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, musically, gosh, 
I, I was 13 when I first started drums. Tommy Lee got me started. I grew up near Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I played drums for a good 10 years before I even touched guitar. And I don't know. I think over the course of being in bands, I was influenced by all the old shit, you know, like you know, Iron Maiden, <laughs> uh, Jewish Priest, Kiss. I, Kiss was kind of a big one. Yeah. Yeah, my aunt was totally into Kiss. And every time I go over there, I, I remember seeing the Kiss Alive 2 album. I was just like, holy shit, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it just kind of took off from there. Um, uh, moved up here. Still hadn't played guitar yet. Moved here, I think, in 94. I'm ancient, you know. I'm old. <laughs> and then uh, just one day, just decided, you know, singers have too much of an ego and guitar players have too much of an ego. I said, I'll just pick up both and just see what I could do. And I just started writing these cheesy ass songs, kind of Sepultura style, back in the day, back in the, the '90s, and then it just kind of developed and just got bigger. And just I just love everything that moves, you know. I think the the main person that got me started on guitar had to be Dimebag Daryl. When I heard, well, there's uh, a there's a good influence. Oh my god, when that uh, you know Far Beyond Driven came out, I was sold. I was like, that's what I have to do. That's what I have to do, and and that's what I do now. <laughs> Not as good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you well know. enough for me. It works, and I just love music. It's just a passion. I could care less about, you know, traveling, playing to mass millions of people. I mean, if people, if there's 10 people, I don't care, as long as we're having a good time. It's yeah. All, just metal. It's good stuff. Yep. And oh. Mr. Bloody. My turn. Uh, Your turn. Ha ha. I was born <laughs> a poor black child. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. Indeed. So... I started off as a jazz saxophone player. Really? Yeah. Um, so was, did I, actually. Yeah. It's a rough go. Being uh, groomed to, you know, go along to UW and yada, yada, yada. Had scholarships in place and tore my soft palate. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Air leaks out my eyes. So, saxophone's done. I'm all bummed out because all I'd ever done is music. That's all I ever wanted to do and... And uh, a buddy of mine comes up to me and he hands me a copy of Metallica's Kill 'Em All. <laughs> he says, you need to listen to this. Because I'd been playing around with the bass a little bit in a jazz choir. And man, I was kind of monkeying around as a second instrument. And you need to listen to this. And I listened to Anesthesia and um, just started playing bass nonstop for, well, I was probably 15 or 16 at the time. And so until now, and I'm older than god so you know uh you guys don't look that old i'm sorry yeah. you wear it well if that's yeah, the case that's what i'm yeah. saying you know, it's, it's youthful it's only because we shaved but at least a couple of us <laughs> yeah yeah no i got rid of the the mountain man beard no but uh it, really it's just you know music has just been kind of where i've been i uh i was in lacy for a time with a band down there mm-hmm. played a lot uh you know, kind of more of a rock, progressive rock kind of thing, and wasn't really happy with the direction of the music, wasn't happy with where things were going, and we had a web designer um, that had started working on her stuff, and right when the band split up, uh, she says, hey, you need to you need to call these guys an MTF. They're, they're looking for a bass player, you need to go down there and... and and I went down to the rehearsal room, and Rob was a dick. And uh, I'm just like, man, I don't want to join these guys. I, I would, I can't see myself doing that. But the drummer got a hold of an album that I'd played on, and he called me every day. Wow. And then he got his friends to call me every day. 
So finally, I'm like, fuck it. I'll go back down and give it another shot. And Rob wasn't as much of a dick. So <laughs> I decided to, you know, kind of hang my hat down at Studio 7 at the time. And I don't know, just been playing ever since and, you know, having a great time doing it. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, like, like Rob said, I mean, you know, I don't care if there's five people in the crowd. If you paid your money to see the show, you're going to see the show. Right. And, and you're going to get 110% out of us every time. And to clarify, my dick version that Bloody was referring to, I was just quiet as shit, you know? I'm you were quiet, high. I'm a quiet dude, and I was probably stoned at the time, like most of the time. But, you know, I just I zone out. I don't really talk. I don't, like, make. Yeah. And I'm like that still to this day. <laughs> so people might have the wrong perception of me, but that's okay. You know, I'm comfortable in my skin. If they don't know me, they don't really know me. So Right, and if they don't know you, then why does it matter what they think about you? Because exactly. you, know, you know what the truth... Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Perception is a perception is a funny thing. I've seen... It's funny, I've seen a lot of that, especially over the last couple of years, people get these ideas in your head, in their heads about what you're like just because, yeah. you know, they meet you once or something. And, and they <laughs> just spend five minutes talking to you and you cross them the wrong way. They don't even know what your day went like, you know? What right. You had a fucked up day, you know? <laughs> my dog died, you know, my girlfriend left me i got a bar tab and i can't even control over here at this bar you know who knows <laughs> right who knows all right so um one of the big uh one of the big debates i think is is kind of funny in in metal is uh you know is it true is it cult is it really metal and you know people a lot of most people are pretty inclusive but there's you know there's also a group of people that really get sideways and oh that's not metal you know and they're yeah. like we, we were just talking about quick to judge people people are quick to judge music as well. I mean, what do you, not that I want you to pigeonhole yourselves, but what do you, what type of band do you consider yourselves to be? Uh, that's a big question. I've always liked stuff that just moved you, you know, but, mm-hmm. and it had to have heavy guitars, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to do no twang guitar stuff. I just, you know, like I said, I, I think it started with um, Far Beyond Driven. That album had so much groove and so much power to it. It just moved me. And then it just it progressed from there. You know, I'm, I'm very influenced by bands like Machine Head, in Flames, um, Haunted, uh, Arch Enemy, just all those quality okay. old bands, you know, the older bands. I mean, they're not ancient, but, you know. No, but they've been around for a while, and they made a name for, yeah. for themselves. And Machine Head, I'd have to say that's one of my all-time faves. Rob Flynn is just like, damn, that guy just knows how to write some yeah. music. And so, I don't know. And, and I don't try to sound like anybody, but certainly you're influenced, and you have those moments where, like, if it's not moving you like the shit you love listening to, why even play it? Yeah. You know? So I think that's where I think that's where we kind of sit with the Saints' damnation. I don't think we're 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 not metal. No, I don't. No, no, you're not. I mean, I, I listen to your stuff. You're definitely not. Well, this is a death metal band or this is a black metal exactly. band. But you know, some people they gotta categorize, and it's like why? Yeah, I don't if know. it's music, like you said, if it moves you, what difference does it make? I yeah, mean, what yeah. difference does it make if you hear a, a hip hop song and it moves you? I mean, then yeah. it's good music. It doesn't have to be just you know really tightly pigeonholed into. Yeah, too many people get, they get all wound up in that, you know, their own personal preference. Everyone's egos just devastate <laughs> their personalities. No, it's pretty trippy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, obviously you're on the show, so I feel that what you do fits into the definition of the Northwest Metal Zone. But I have a pretty, like I said, I have a pretty <laughs> yeah. wide definition. But uh, <laughs> uh, but I, at the same time, listening to your music, I don't think you're one of the bands that people are going to get... Uh, no. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to get hate mail for <laughs> including yeah. the Saints of Damnation. Uh, I wouldn't consider us no ACDC or anything like that or no. Def Leppard. I mean, that's you know no. definitely not. Well, you're definitely more than like a like a heavy. You're more than a heavy rock band. Yeah, so hard, heavy I, and hard. I guess you know if you'd have to pigeonhole this, I, I think Metallica would be a good, yeah, a good assumption. Kind of in that realm. Very tame. 
Kind of, well, I mean, it's just groove. That's yeah. that's what that's what we're more about. We're more about the groove than than playing for the sake of speed or well, just trying to be heavy for heavy's sake. Yeah, you know. I mean, we could. You know, we're we're, we're more. We're, than, we have songs. That yeah, are like I mean, that. We, yeah, we have some songs that are just brutal, but you know, we also have some songs that are like rock. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, yeah. we got a song with a chick singing on it. Yeah. Oh no, heaven forbid. Yeah, yeah I know. No, we were just selling out. <laughs> fucking selling out right to the end. I think, you know, I've personally been recording our records in our band for like the good part of about 15 years. And uh, I think at this point, we just want to do everything we possibly can. Like, I think this demo that we have out, this five song demo we've been releasing, um, it kind of has, it touches on every aspect of our music, really. If you listen to all five songs, it kind of gives you the good broad spectrum mm-hmm. yeah. of everything that's in there. And, uh, some people might not like it because, you know, you put it in an album, you just want to hear it just banger after banger, just boom, boom, hit me, level me out. This one isn't like that. It's kind of a little bit different. And I, we've been getting mixed reviews on it. Yeah. Because yeah. we've been playing with some pretty heavy-ass bands, and they hear it and go, well, you guys sound better live than on the record. This is, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, and, and to me, there's as long as what you've got recorded is enough to kind of get that hook into people so they will come out and see you live, yep. um, then you can blow them off. <laughs> you blow them off the stage when you get up there. And yeah, then it's, hopefully. I mean, and there's a, I mean, there's a long history of bands, you know, in rock and metal and everything that, uh, you know, they just, whatever, for whatever reason, they don't get it right in the studio, but that they just blow people away when they're on stage. And that's the most important thing anyway. Yeah. You know, people come and see you and they want, like you said, they want their money's worth. And as long yeah. as you give it to them, then, yeah, we're, we're pretty good about that. We deliver the goods live. Oh, hell yeah. We give away merchandise and CDs free every show, you know. That's cool. Yeah. So that's where we're at with that stuff. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if the microphones picked that up. Wonder Boy turned the TV on and there was some little, if you heard a little background noise there. It's all good, Wonder Boy. No one's, no one's upset. <laughs> this is not exactly a professional radio show, so. <laughs> so, uh. I was going to say, what fun would that be if it was all pro? <laughs> yeah, no. I know, then you'd be on like, you know, KISW oh, or some douche bags. station like that. No. So, <laughs> Sorry, Daryl, for mentioning another radio station on the station. <laughs> we think they're kind of douchey, though, so it's okay. I, yeah, I definitely have to agree with that definition. Mm-hmm. That You know, when I was a, I've lived around here most of my life. My dad was in the Air Force, and so we traveled around a lot when I was younger, but then uh, he got stationed out here and got out of the air force and so i've been here ever since kisw used to be the most awesome station you know like 20 25 years or more ago mm-hmm. and they're just i mean to hear it now the way that it's it's just horrible it's like, more let's tune in and see if we can hear that song for a fourth time today well <laughs> you know i mean that's a it's the state of the industry in general it's that 20 songs spread over four hours yep. and you're gonna hear the new friggin trapped song eight right. times in a day yeah and it, yeah, it honestly just makes me want to put a gun barrel on my mouth and take the top of my head off i mean <laughs> it's don't do it man don't do it oh it's just yeah, it's, those stations are responsible for taking great songs off records and nailing them so much on the radio you're just sick of it you know yeah it's like it was a great song but now you ruined it for me so every time it comes on if yeah. you happen to have that record you're just like skip <laughs> oh i know dude cashmere i mean I, I listen to bj shea in the morning every now and again Every freaking morning with that song. And it's like, okay, look, I was at the Gorge for the Page and Plant reunion. It was freaking awesome. Yeah. But they are tainting 
my memory of this and tainting it <laughs> by every fucking morning with this. It's like, Jesus, pick a new tune, something. Yeah. I mean, have some creativity. Have some passion for what you're doing. <laughs> Don't be a corporate asshat. But, you know, I mean, I, I understand everybody's got to eat and, and whatever. But, okay, rant over. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. All right, well, let's, uh, let's uh, I want to make sure we give you guys a chance to talk about uh, things that you have upcoming and things that you'd like to promote. So I know uh, before we started the interview, you have a few shows coming up. So tell us about that. Well, the first show that's uh, coming up will be December 1st at uh, Bubba's Roadhouse in Sultan. Uh, it's going to be a awesome show. Uh, it's actually going to feature just two bands. Us, the Saints of Damnation, and uh, some of our close friends, a band called uh, Kill Closet, uh, who just happened to be based out of the Marysville area, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, um, and they actually have a chick singer in their band. Two singers, to be exact. Uh, Is she and- hot? I don't know. You're Dude, good no, 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 no. Don't go there. That, that's like dude's daughter. Yeah, don't don't, don't, don't go, go there. there. No, no. <laughs> I had to ask. We're a rock band, right? Uh, well, or no. Metal it, band, it, at least you asked. I'm pretty sure she's got big cans, but you know, other than that, I, I don't know. But don't go there. Don't no. go there. No. <laughs> don't go there and get caught. Yeah. No. That's all I'm saying. All right, so December 1st at Bubba's in Sultan. Yes. And then uh, December 28th, we will be making our debut appearance at Luigi's. This will be our first show ever there. At Luigi's. We look forward to more, hopefully, after that. So is that a first uh, Pierce County, Tacoma area show? Or Um, uh, have you been down in in the area here before? We've played Uncle Sam's Bar and twice. You're out in the sticks then. Yeah. Um, And we also played the backstage in Tacoma. Okay. Yeah, that, that that Coven show wasn't bad. Oh, that was awesome. Didn't we play Hell's Kitchen a little while ago? Was that no? Uh, no, that was MTF oh, during God. that little brief thing, and they hated us. That's, that's really the... yeah. The guys in the Devils allowed and didn't really care for us too much. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh well, you can't like you can't love everybody, right? No, or even like everybody. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And if we did, what fun would that be? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have anything to talk about. <laughs> no animosity. And then this. All right, we're getting Jason off track here. He's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to pimp you guys out. That's right. not hard. Yeah, it's, it's easy to get me distracted. I think, uh, let's see, and then the December 29th will be an all-ages show in Arlington at the Mirkwood Shire. And oh. we are going to be playing with, again, Kill Closet, uh, Tyranny Theory. Yep, Tyranny Theory. And um, Three-Quarter Minus. Three-Quarter Minus. So that should be a very well-rounded show. And just so the audience knows, this is the first time I'm hearing about these shows myself. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Breaking only, news. Yeah, I only find hey, out shows the week of the rehearsal. Here's the thing, man. You go on the Facebook thing. We have that little secret I planning group. And just click on the planning group, and otherwise we're just going to include you. Or you could just call Spanky instead of me and yeah. saying, hey, Jason, uh, no, do we yeah. have a show? No, yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I'm just so out of the loop with that because I'm either like the last two years I've been just mixing this fucking record forever. And I don't know if anyone knows an integral part about recording, but there's so much involved, you know, from writing the shit to laying it all out with the guys, uh, recording every single part. You're so close to the fire, it's hard to tell if it sounds good or not. Yeah. So every time you take about a two or three week break, you come back and go, oh, I could change that. This guy's guitar tone could sound better here. You know, it's just like a never anything. So that's my part in the band. That's what I do. I'm just engulfed in that. And so these guys do everything else. And thank God when Jason got in the band, took the load off bloody because he was doing most everything. I think you and Keith were doing most of the booking, most of the promoting and dealing with all those asshats out there that yeah. 
call themselves promoters. Ugh. And not all of them are bad, but you know the ones I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I know. And uh, Jason got in the band and took over the big PR part of it, and now Spanky got a piece of the old TSOD. He's he's uh, he's taking a big chunk right now too. Yeah, Which basically means Jason's being fucking lazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it feels good to uh, you know have to hand the reins over to someone else, but I still have my hands in the pot here and there. No, that's why I'm out of the loop with our shows because I just don't. I just find out and just show up whenever I have to. There you go. Yeah. So three opportunities in the month of December, and kind of you guys are going to be uh, all over the place. So no reason not to get out and check out the Saints of Damnation. Yeah, I thought, and, I thought we were taking December off. Yeah, actually. so did I. We talked about that three months ago. Yeah. The holidays were not planning any shows. Like, okay. Things change. Yeah. I mean, all ages shows yeah. and such. Yeah, we got to do the all ages. And we wanted to keep the momentum going. That was the thing. We're we trying to keep the flame alive for all exactly. the little future metalheads. That's right. Yeah. It's important. Um, and you have your demo, so how can people get uh, their hands on a demo CD? Well, Big, biggest thing I would say is come to, to our shows. Come to our show. We'll give you as many as you want. Hit up, a, hit us up on Facebook. You know, let us know where where you're at, and we can definitely get one to you. Yeah, hell, we mailed one to like Michigan. Didn't yeah, we? Nice. A- and a t-shirt. So there yeah. you go. So we we do we do uh, listen to our fans. You know. Yeah, and we don't mind spending a little money to do it. No, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so go to the shows. Pick up a demo so you can enjoy the music uh, when you're not at the show. <laughs> and then keep in touch. Uh, so Facebook, the best way to keep in touch with the There's, Saints of Damnation? That is. And, you There's know, you Facebook. can actually you can get our music from the Internet. I think right now we're on Reverb Nation or something yep, like that yep. where they're not downloadable, but we can easily switch that, which as soon as the, we get the, the new material mastered, which is going to be in the next month or two, um, we're going to release it free. Okay. On the internet, we give you, I think, seven songs, six or seven songs for free. Yeah. And there's 14 tracks on the album, so if you, if you want the whole album, just come come to a show and buy it. We, I think we give a shirt and a CD for five bucks. Oh, geez. Yeah. It's super cheap. Yeah. We're not trying to make any money. We just <laughs> no, want you're to spread not, I, I know for a fact you're not making any yeah. money at that, at that Well, price, we, got a, so. we got a benefit. I mean, I recorded also. The recording costs are nil. Bloody, I print the t-shirts. Bloody's a printer, so he prints everything. All right. So we get it all at cost, and we give it away because we just don't care. We're not like these bands that need to make money to get gas to go to the next town. No, we all have uh, day jobs, so we've got the, the money part covered. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the, the rare band where everybody has a day job. This is, uh, wow. I think you're the first one in the students. <laughs> I'm kidding a little bit. But <laughs> yeah. But that's what we do. All right, well, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for the time with the interview. Uh, we got a little more of the show to do here. If you want to hang out and uh, you know pitch in on some of the last few segments of the show, you're welcome to do so. Um, awesome. But uh, no, I really appreciate you coming down here uh, yeah. to the wilds of Tacoma and uh, and chatting with us for a while this morning. Yeah, we totally thank you for having us, and I'm I'm digging this whole vibe. All these old posters and just. Memorabilia is just awesome in here. Yeah, Daryl's done a. He's collected a lot of things over the years, and uh, he's done a good job putting everything together here. I think I have a poster. I should uh, mail it to you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you got one, he'll put it up. So. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this segment with uh, one more track from the Saints of Damnation. We're gonna listen to the issue, and then we'll be back. Yeah. On tear it up.
All right. Well, there you have it. Saints of Damnation got a got a chance to uh, listen to a little bit of their music and have a nice lengthy chat with the guys, and they're all still here. So uh, you might hear their their voices chiming in here uh, here and there for, throughout the rest of the show. Uh, so we just, we just talked a whole lot, so I don't think I'm going to say a whole lot in this segment here, uh, other than let's get back to some music. So, uh, one of the things, as I mentioned before, we get a lot of, uh, promos, uh, there's a couple of, uh, promotional companies, especially that do a lot of work with, uh, metal bands, uh, Clawhammer PR, I would highly, if any band out there is looking for a PR company to work with, you know, search those guys out, find them. They do a hell of a job. I get tons of stuff from them every week. Uh, so I like to feature some of the stuff that I get, uh, just share some of that music with you. It's not always from the Northwest. In fact, it's rarely from the Northwest, but uh, at this point, you know, we're on our 80th show and uh, we've got fans that follow us all over the U.S. and everything and, and actually some international fans as well. So we're not just a Northwest show anymore. So uh, this is a band from France. I got their promo uh, this week. Um, and I gotta, you gotta love these bands that uh, English is not their first language, and so the names of their bands or the names of their tracks sometimes uh, make you scratch your head a little bit. So they decided to call themselves Sticky Boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. So that is the name of the band. Uh, this is a track, and I this is don't send me any hate mail, but I really like this. This these guys this, these guys are totally influenced by ACDC, and you will definitely hear that in this track. And if you if you happen to purchase the album or any of their stuff, you're, you'll hear it. It's a lot of ACDC love going on here, and there's nothing wrong with that. And it doesn't have to be all metal all the time. So this is Sticky Boys from France with Girls in the City. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so uh, we got through the Sticky Boys, and we got through a couple other <laughs> tracks as well. Uh, local band Six Days of Darkness uh, wrapping up the set there with the cleansing. In the middle, we had a band called Trillion Red. Uh, they have a new album out, and this is another one of those uh, one-man bands. This is really good stuff. You guys should check it out. They're not from the Northwest. They are on a label called Bad God Music that uh, gives us a lot of support uh, here on the Metal Zone, so we like to show them some love as well. Uh, that is a track called Dawn State, and the new album they have out is called Metafear, and it's really, really good. If you like that track, then check out the rest of it, and you'll love that album. And then, of course, leading off the set, from France, Sticky Boys. Sticky. Girls in the City. <laughs> <laughs> no one's, no one's going to bite on that, huh? No one's going to... No <laughs> it, it would be too easy for, for it, Bloody. It, it, he, it, well, I mean, yeah. He... he, he, he we, you would need a whole new, you know, <laughs> segment devoted to to the bloody hour. I, I just, I, I just don't want these poor little French guys that you know think they're awesome and they hear this and they, you know they hear us just on the radio ripping the shit out of them because yeah. it's nothing they, personal. It's just a name. Yeah, your, your name's terrible, fellas. No, Sorry. Um, knowing our luck, we'll end up doing a show with them. Ah. <laughs> direct support. They're on their yeah, U.S. Support. tour. You're the guys that made fun of us, huh? Yeah, it's worse than Tiger Tales. Remember that band? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of unfortunate band names over the years. Um, yeah, none of them are popping into my head directly here, but I know that I've seen a lot that were just like, really? Mm. Yeah, and I'm sure you guys have seen them. And 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 usually, a lot of the times, it's the local bands that are worse because it's you know somebody <laughs> that's just trying to come up with a name and they think they're being clever yeah. or they think that you know they're. They've got something that'll stand out, and yeah, it stands out for all the wrong reasons. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we actually played with a band like that recently. I can't remember who it was. I was like, "Really? That's their name? That's shitty." <laughs> I don't know how four people. Uh, usually, there's four guys in a band. I don't know how they could sit there in a room and say, "Yeah, that's that's a good name." Yeah, that's, a, that's what we're gonna go with. That's where. <laughs> yeah, everybody buys into it. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, the pinnacle yeah, dude, of where we're at you, mentally right you now. You get that moment where it's like, yeah, everybody's into it. <laughs> we're the ass invaders. <laughs> you know, that's a, I guess you got to check that up as experience, though. I mean, bands got to go through their their things. I'm sure Sticky Boys will change their name soon. <laughs> Somehow, some way. Either that or AIDS is gonna take a member or two. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what they sound like or who, how old they are. I mean, they could be. 15 for all we know Who knows? yeah well I, I they've been around for a little while i remember from the bio stuff that i read that this like isn't their first album or anything and they, and uh, they sound like acdc i yeah. mean there's just like pretty cool imagine acdc with a, a singer that sounds a little different nice but nice. that's exactly what they sound like the whole album is uh acdc riffs and acdc with a mime <laughs> and a beret yes uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Bagging up Brian Johnson's little taxi cab hat. <laughs> well, see, I mean, if, if the French guy had the beret, you know, it'd just be fantastic. It's I'm funny. Just saying. Every time I see him sing live or something, I just think, God, that guy looks like he's just constipated to the hilt. You know what I'm saying? When, the way he sings. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, because he's been in the band for a long time now, so hopefully he's not constipated to yeah. the hilt for that long. Yeah, I hope not. He probably would have died. I mean, you can die from that, right? Yeah, I think so. You, I'm pretty you sure, got to yeah. let that stuff out at some point. Do you think their tours are sponsored by Metamucil? <laughs> <laughs> at X this point, stuff? probably. Viagra. 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 Melatonin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So do you guys, uh, we do, we have a little bit of time to kill here in between the next, before I play some more. Actually, we're almost at the final uh, set of the of the show, so we got a little bit of time to kill. Do you guys have like a favorite venue that you've played at or, uh, or, or the flip side of that, do you have that show from hell where just everything that could have possibly gone wrong did? Or, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, we're e- going back Either or the- story that you want to share with us. Uncle I prepared. Sam's. I took notes. Uncle oh, Sam. hey. Uncle Sam. That, they do that last Uncle Sam show was just piss poor. We played to one person. And, and it was his that, girlfriend. It was that gir- his girlfriend. <laughs> hey, girlfriend. I'm not going to name hey, names, girlfriend. but the guy who was supposed to come out and introduce us. Decided, Mike Ricker. Yeah, You're there you go. You're talking about The <laughs> yeah, douchey, 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 douchey. half douche. of our, pretty much all of our set playing pool instead of coming oh, out. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, so he was there? Yeah. He was there. Playing mm-hmm. pool. Playing pool. And but then, not, well, then he deserves to be called out. Exactly, because he's a dick. He's a douche. And his hair looks terrible. All right then. It's long and blonde, and <laughs> I didn't even recognize yeah, the no, guy. He, he pretty much looks like he loves the cock. Ugh. <laughs> there's, there's really no way, no way around that. And I, I realize I'm going to get you know just all kinds of hate for it, but he seemed like he was a nice enough guy. He just you know, and he wouldn't get off the goddamn microphone after the set. And we're trying to get out of there. He slobbered all over Rob's mic. Now Rob's mic smells like dick. I mean, it's awful. I've had it sanitized that night. Yeah. Oof. I don't play around with that. Yeah, that's that not... was a nightmare gig. I love playing small venues. You know, I, I like the smaller the better. I, I we played a show at the Fun House with Witchburn recently, which was pretty cool. Wow, a few yeah. months back, uh, that was fun. Yeah, it's too bad the Fun House is gone. That that place yeah. is an awesome venue. I yeah. got corporate influence again on that, but uh, I think right. my favorite place right now recently. I'd have to say flights. I, I really like that place. It feels like home to me. Yeah. Okay. We do pretty well at flights. Up in Everett. That place is just really yeah. nice. Polecat out there, just a great guy. and The whole staff there really is just nice. Nice, nice. people. Big stage. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I've, being that it's that far away from Tacoma, I, I, I've seen a lot of shows advertised for up there. I've never been up there, but maybe I'll have yeah. to, you, have you to get up there and check it out. Definitely got to go I think our, our recent show was at Bill, where we were playing at Bubba's in Salton. Didn't we like blow the power fuse out there? Like, yeah, three or four I'm going yeah. to have to bring a smaller bass rig this time. You're that, you guys got to plug into the right plugs. We were killing shows out there, and then the last four songs, every song just in the middle of the set, just boom, powered down. Yeah. And, of course, the band that goes on after us, they had a flawless performance because yeah. <laughs> they, they knew where not to plug. Yeah. <laughs> well, well I mean, the guys from Coven are killing it right now, so. Yeah. 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 Bunch of great guys over there, too. Yep. They've been actually been asking us to play a lot of shows lately. That's cool. With them. I think the police are at the door. So, uh, sweet. Are any of you guys wanted or anything? Well, of course. We're the Saints of Damnation. Okay. Yeah. What's their exactly. Good want? answer. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jason for fucking beagles. You really got to stop doing that, man. <laughs> Beagle fucker. Beagle fucker. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into our final track or final tracks. Our final set of the evening, I should say. Uh, we have a couple more bands here that are courtesy of uh, Clawhammer PR. I uh, just want to help them get the word out about uh, these bands. And, you know, none of this stuff that we play, this is all underground stuff. You know, I mean, I'm sure before we played the Sticky Boys a little while ago, you'd never heard of them. So, uh, you know, it's not like we're playing the... We're playing the... Uh, my mind just went blank. We're not playing, you know, the latest... Uh, the latest popular metal releases. This Clawhammer works with bands that are mostly in the in the underground. So, we're gonna kick it off uh, with a with a band called Void Moon, and uh, you know we had the ACDC uh, love from. 
the Sticky Boy. I just got to say the Sticky Boys as many times as I can. They should, uh, they should change their name to the Sticky Men. <laughs> yeah, at least, you know. Yeah. If they're over 21, they got to switch <laughs> So uh, Void Moon here that we're going to play, they, they've definitely got some Sabbath love going on. So uh, this nice. is, uh, we're going to kick off this set. There's four songs in this set, so we're going we're gonna to be a while listening to some of this. Uh, this track is called The Word and the Abyss, and then we'll be back after these four songs to wrap things up.
someone by your feet A faithful step A pendulary
Okay, we're back. One last time to hear from us. Uh, let's talk about what we just uh, heard, and then we'll say our goodbyes. Uh, Strychnine ended the set and ended the show with Manifestations of Evil Made Divine. Uh, then prior to that, we heard Initial Point out of Idaho with a track called Doom Faction. Uh, Blood of the Sun was the second song in the set. Again, not metal. Uh, but that track, that band, uh, features uh, Tony Reed, who is a good friend of the uh, of the radio station. And if you're not familiar with his work, he is uh, he is in uh, Stone Axe and Moss Generator, a couple of really popular rock bands here in the area. And Tony does all kinds of stuff with Ripple Music. And uh, I did not know this, but uh, he had some he had a lot of stuff to do with this Blood of the Sun release as well. And you can definitely, if you listen to it, you can hear his influence on it. That's a track called Good and Evil. And then leading off the set, we had Void Moon, The Word, and The Abyss. So we're still hanging out here with the Saints of Damnation, and we just have a couple minutes to say our goodbyes. So I'll go first, and then I'll let you guys have the last word. I just want to thank everybody, as always, for listening to the show, for tuning in, for checking things out on Facebook, uh, and just supporting the show. Uh, it means a lot to me. Um, I, I do this because I love it. You know, we don't get paid. We don't do anything like that on the station. Uh, and uh, it's it's great to know that there are people out there who dig what we're doing. Uh, and the last thing I will just say is I appreciate bands like the Saints of Damnation who, uh, who have that creative spark, who uh, write their music and record it and play it live and everything, because uh, this would be a pretty lame show if I was just talking about metal for two hours every week. So, <laughs> so uh that's all I got to say, guys. You have one minute to say your goodbyes. Jason? Well, hey, I just want to thank all the people out there in Radio Land for listening. And uh, definitely hit up uh, the Saints of Damnation on Facebook and Reverb Nation. We've got lots of shows uh, coming up for December. And 2013 is going to be even better. So watch out. Right on. Well, it's been a pleasure being here. Thanks for having us. Sure. Thank Northwest you. Metal Zone. Thank you. Kick ass. People come out, enjoy the shows with us, party with us. I think that's all I have to say. And look for the new record coming out in a few months. We're going to be releasing it really soon. 2014. Yep, 2014. <laughs> or 15. Uh, let me see. Beagle fucker. That is all. All right. TSOD in the house. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Thanks for coming out, guys. Thanks again to everybody uh, for listening to the show. And uh, we'll see you in about seven days' time on the Northwest Metal Zone. Our time is at an end, my friends, but join us again next week for another journey through the Northwest Metal Zone.